And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 167. We are your hosts, Darren and Phil. Today is Tuesday, October 18, 2018, and we are here yet again with Russ, Matt, and Paul. But before we get there, yet again. Darren, how are you doing? I'm doing great. This isn't a yet again, though. It's very rare that we have these three guys together. Oh, well, all together, yes. Under yeah, one all together yes. now. Um, this is a special podcast. I'm very excited about it. Um, today, we are going to be talking with Russ Bullock, like uh, Phil said, and Matt Newman and Paul Inouye, about MechCon 2018 and also, of course, the MWO World Championships. It is, what do we have? I think the ticker on the website says 43 days. So tomorrow when this podcast goes out, it'll be 42 days until MechCon 2018. How are you guys doing? Well, I think we can start with Matt because Matt is the producer of MechCon and I'm assuming going to be the one that's going out of his mind the most right now, the busiest. Maybe I'm wrong. Matt, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Actually, things are coming together really well. Um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm not too stressed. We got all the computers we need, so that's good. Excellent, excellent. Russ, how about you? I'm stressed if Matt is not stressed. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I try I'm to stressed. keep him stressed, stressed at all now. times. But that's yeah, right. things are great. Getting really excited about it. Uh, for me, obviously, I am... Um, you know, hoping and prodding a little bit for, you know, all the guys that are arranging for the show details like Matt, but, um, I'm a hundred percent dialed in on the MechWarrior 5 demo. Excellent. And speaking of the MechWarrior 5 demo, somebody that, uh, does have something to do with that. Paul, how are you doing? And we'll get to what you have to do with it. To do with what? The MechWarrior 5 demo. <laughs> uh, kind yeah. of, right? Yeah. We're yeah. building these little, I don't know, cubby holes that people get to sit in and play the game. <laughs> cubby hole? That's what we're calling it? <laughs> super cubby these holes for you. Are, <laughs> <laughs> these are super pods. They are the super pods, and we will be getting yep. to that momentarily. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Of course, we're talking about MechCon 2018. Uh, the amazing thing this year, I'm super pumped about this, and maybe that's why Matt is a little bit more, uh, a little less stressed, I should say. It's a two-day event. This is going to be Saturday and Sunday, December 1st and 2nd. For the first time ever, it's going to be a two-day event. Um, Matt, are you finding that the schedule is a little bit more open for you? It's a little bit uh, easier to schedule stuff, or how's the two-day thing going for you? Uh, more time to fill, definitely. I really want to make sure the stream is entertaining for everyone who's at home and that everyone at the show has plenty to do. Um, but it gives us some flexibility, make sure that we're not running overtime or the, the teams aren't exhausted by the last match and that kind of thing. So we're going to do some uh, MWO tournament on day one and some on day two. So that'll break it up a bit. Um, lots of presentations, Q&As on the live stream this time. So yeah, there's lots to do. I'm just looking at the schedule actually right now. It's going to be two very full days. Yeah, now that's a huge thing for me, I know, and probably Phil too, and, and, and everybody that's working the event because it's, you know, the past two years have been so busy and nonstop. Um, for some of us that were working, it was a little harder to uh, enjoy the, the presentations or the various booths of the event. So I'm looking forward to having a little bit, hopefully, um, time to walk around and check it out. Plus, my family going this year. I get to see, my daughter gets to see it in action. This is going to be a family-friendly uh, MetCon. So that's another huge improvement in my opinion and it's going to be a lot of fun to see the future mech warriors there 
Um, and then the two-day event, I think, also is going to mean Saturday night. Look out downtown Vancouver, because I think there's going to be a lot of MacWorks <laughs> out having a good time. Friday yeah. night, too, but I think Saturday night's going to be the big one, because uh, MacCon does end at 10 p.m., and I know that Vancouver, downtown Vancouver, does not end at 10 p.m. Well, and the cool thing with uh, this year that I'll say is, is where you guys picked, right? The convention center, what I've seen, um, you guys posted a video up on Facebook as well. And Matt, you know, I, I know we've seen internal stuff as well. It's so much more room. Like, it's every, huge. Right? Like, there's plenty of seating. You know, that's one thing we ran into last year. And it was like, we got to fix that. You know, boom, that's that's done. You've got more room for Catalyst Games. 350 yes, seats like, facing the stage. But yeah, yes. like everybody's got their own uh, place. <laughs> I mean, uh, and of course, with the MechWare 5 uh, <clears throat> demo stuff, right? Um, yeah, so I think I think it'll be pretty solid just because of location. And then literally, almost like right across the street, right? Like we've got hotels that people can go to as well. So yeah, I'll that's... give you that information. So the cool thing about the Vancouver Convention Center, which is where it's at this year, is we've just been outgrowing the past uh, venues. Uh, each year, it, uh, more and more people coming to MetCon. And literally, I think with the convention center, other than doing what, the arena? <laughs> I don't think we can get much bigger for uh, a, a venue in downtown Vancouver. And it's an amazing venue. If you haven't seen the video, check out, uh, where is that on the MechWarrior Online uh, website? I'm, I'm, I forget where it is. Yes. But uh, yeah, you can do a Google for the MechCon 2018. And it's a, an amazing venue. Tons of stuff around there. The hotels that we're working with this year are the Pinnacle Hotel and the Pan Pacific Hotel. So you can check those out for special rates. Um, and you can just go to mechwarrior.com for details and more information on that. It's actually go to mechwarrior.com forward slash MechCon. Yes. Can I point out one thing too is that we've got sure. special rates, but they're only available for booking up till November 10th for the Pinnacle. And then uh, October 31st, which is fast approaching for the Pan Pacific. And the Pan Pacific is on site. It's like right next to the venue. Yeah. And I think the days of the uh, special rates also are like the day before MetCon and maybe the day after MetCon. So it's, it is a limited window if you're planning on staying, which I know a lot of people are planning on staying longer before or after just to check out Vancouver. So can, can, I also, can I also toss something out there? If, if you're listening to this and you're, you have the ability or you're on the edge to go, as a Battletech fan, be there. I mean, it, it's a great time. <laughs> Everyone around you is a Battletech nerd. They've played from MechWare 2 to MWO, uh, or maybe they were too young and they, they weren't around. That's another thing. It's like it has all uh, all the generations are there, and it's it's really cool. I mean, you can walk up and talk to Russ, and you can, you can meet all these people. Um, so if you're on the fence, it's a great, and the social aspect as well. Right, you're gonna you're gonna meet people, or maybe you get to uh, meet some unit mates that you've never met in real life. And we really don't have that, or haven't had that. There's a lot of sharks going to be there, right? There are. We've got. I think it's like twelve plus. Uh, are you all going to be wearing groups. the uh, shark onesies? Look, I cannot disclose. All right, military it's going to be a surprise. Maneuvers. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, um, but also too is like I said, we haven't had this, and for me, it, like totally like outside, like. It's awesome just as a as, as a MechWare Battletech fan. So if you're on the fence and you have the ability, there's still tickets up for sale. You're going to have a great time, and you're probably going to want to come back next time. So just check that out. 
Absolutely. And I'll just go over a few more details. And, and as Phil was saying, every year people are just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how great this was. Uh, the word of mouth has been really good after each event. They're always fun. It's, a, it's, it's just uh, like I always say also, you know, it's a great time to be a MechWarrior and Battletech fan. Uh, there's never been a mech con. I mean, there's, you know, there's other cons, obviously, but this is all about Battletech and MechWarrior, and it's an amazing experience, and you get to meet people that have been in, you know, the, with the franchise for decades, and everybody, you know, from um, Hairbrain, PGI, Catalyst, and others. There's going to be a lot of uh, exciting stuff, which we'll get to. The schedule is Saturday, December 1st from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m., Sunday, December 2nd from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., uh, and I believe... Is it both collectors and VIP tickets get in an hour early, or is it just VIPs? Just VIPs. Um, they get in an hour at 2 p.m. so they can check out the Super Pods before anyone else sees them. The Super Pods, which we'll be getting to in a second. So awesome. So VIPs want to get there early, um, but also pre-registration this year. Pre-reg. Yeah, it's at the venue. Uh, it starts at 10 a.m. on uh, Saturday, December 1st. So this, what you know, hopefully we will avoid the. Uh, basically the line that we had last year which was awesome to see but <laughs> yeah it's actually the venue's so much bigger that yeah the area where that you can line up for the pre-registration is about the size of the venue from last year absolutely and uh just like phil said this is a great place to come meet and hang out with fellow mech warrior and battletech fans from literally around the world we have uh people that are coming in from so many different countries and every year it's the same way uh, listening to people and the trips that they take and how long they're on planes or how long they're driving, had people drive up from Texas. It's just crazy. But a lot of uh, you, either people you know or you get to know more MechWarrior and Battletech fans. Uh, there'll, of course, be food, drinks, and alcohol. It'll all be available for purchase at the venue. And there's all kinds of food around uh, Vancouver and around that area. Amazing food. I have to say some of the best food I've ever had has been in Vancouver. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be merchandise like every year. It'll be exclusive MechCon merchandise, stuff, stuff that you can't get any other time. And I've seen some smart streamers uh, buy extra merchandise and then they use it for giveaways in their streams, which has been pretty cool. I've been seeing I should have done that last year. I yeah, know, the pins. Right? Yeah, totally just... Totally and stuff sells that. out so quick, so you got to be on top of that. But really cool merchandise, uh, that's always a fun thing. There'll be prizes and giveaways both days uh, from the demos, the challenges, the raffles, etc. And... There'll be meet and greet autograph sessions uh, with the devs, with other personalities within the franchise, uh, whether it be YouTubers, streamers, or other. Um, and then, of course, the developer talks and presentations as well. Question. Just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Question. Um, mm -hmm. Matt, the one-on-ones uh, -on have been hugely popular for the past two years. Wait, we're not there yeah. yet. We're, oh, we're getting to there, that. Is that dedicated? Scroll, scroll down. Oh, geez. <laughs> now, if you have a question about that, Phil, you can wait till the appropriate time. I'm sorry. I'll put down my hand, sir. Yep. So let's get right into, we were, we were talking, uh, we, we've mentioned a few times now, Paul, the super pods and the super pod experience, or what did you call it? A cubby hole? I cubby think hole. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with super pod experience. How about, um, how about mech simulator? <laughs> that you know. too. Um, so just a little bit of info and then Paul, you can expand on, on, on where, on how that is going and, and what you're doing. Um, the super pod experience is you get to play the demo in a custom-built SuperPod. It's constructed exclusively for MetCon. Um, it features the HOTUS control setup. That's uh, joysticks and and the... Are you using two joysticks, Paul, or are you doing a joystick and a throttle? Do you know? Uh, right now, current plan is joystick throttle. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good setup. And a rumble seat. So you get to uh, rumble while you battle. And immersive screen with surround sound, headset, and more. 
and you get to, this is the cool stuff. And this is, <laughs> uh, I want this at home. And a lot of people are going to probably be trying to bribe you, Paul, I'm assuming. Um, you get to manually bring the reactor online, uh, follow the Nibor checklist to bring sensors online and dis uh, disable safety systems and enable targeting to bring the weapons online. And if you do it all correctly and in the correct order, is that right? Wow. All systems will be nominal. That's so cool. So that's what we've been seeing pictures on Twitter about, right, Paul? Uh, yep. Just or working with wiring and yeah. making sure that all that stuff works together and sends signals to the game so the game can actually react to what you're doing. And I keep seeing like surprise from you that you're not setting everything on fire. I think that's a, an amazing sign, a good sign for... Uh, <laughs> for well, it's still early. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen. So what can you tell us uh, beyond what I just mentioned about the the super pods? And, and please do, you know, what are you doing? Are you like going, you know, home and, and creating these things in your living room? How is this process going to building these super pods? I can't even uh, imagine how much time is going into it. Well, there's a little bit of uh, cross-pollination in terms of information there. Um, mm. I'm doing the wiring design, mm -hmm. uh, schematic layout, and feedback on the actual pod itself. Right. right. But when it comes to actually building it, that's something that maybe Russ wants to touch on. Russ, tell us. Oh, sure. Um, <clears throat> basically, well, they're being professionally built. Uh, you know, we were, we played around with a lot of different ideas and processes and, you know, methods. And eventually we settled on um, actually having a, there's a studio, well, there's lots of studios in Vancouver that obviously work in the movie industry. You know, they call it Hollywood North for a reason. Yes. Um, so one of our modelers actually, uh, Mark, one of the mech modelers, you guys know, um, he will be at MechCon, obviously he's a big super battletech nerd. Yes, he is. Um, he used to work on Stargate, um, show sets. He used to build the set pieces for like Stargate universe and stuff. So he still has a lot of connections in that space. And we actually have a company here in town that's building the pods for us. So, oh my God. um, yeah, I mean, this can be professionally built. Um, you know, we're not putting you know unlimited funds into these but i think it's you know it's a it's a pretty respectable um, budget and uh, basically you can it's kind of what you imagine i mean it's if you look at the classic battletech pods it wouldn't be too dissimilar i mean it'll look a little different on the outside it won't have um, that same pod shape that they have you know that's right. their thing mm -hmm. um ours is more of a um sim pit yeah well no i mean i guess it's still like a you know open the door Climb right in, close the door behind you. Wow. Um, inside of there, there's going to be a, a 55 inch um, a 4K uh, tur uh, curved, slight, slight curved monitor. Right. That's uh, my info. debate there for a long time. <laughs> we, we debated triple monitors versus this for ages. Um, eventually, I settled on the, uh, the 4K TV just uh, for various reasons. I guess we don't necessarily need to debate here on the podcast, but. Sure. I just felt like the usable play area and another few other aspects, uh, challenges around the stream and everything too, that, you know, the greatest um, benefit to the player's experience was to do the big 4K uh, uh, TV. So that's awesome. And then, of course, like you said, you got the HOTUS. Um, there will be a mouse and keyboard in there still because you will need to uh, just in the beginning um, set up your mech and your, and your lance uh, for the demo. And then, uh, you know, you launch in and you have the startup sequence that Paul's managed. And so you have all your LED lighting and switches and uh, full surround sound in there. And you have the rumble on the chair. So, you know, there'll be paneling and lighting. And, you know, we'll put as much into them as we possibly have time for. And 
I don't think Metcon will be necessarily the final state of these, of course. Like, we'll probably run out of time, but hopefully um, we'll be able to continue to polish them and work on them and buff them up further, and you'll see them maybe at uh, trade shows in the new year. But um, that's, the, that's the gist of it, yeah. So Super how, Pod how, Experience Tour 2019, I can hear it right now. How much in your city soon? No, I'm would it take as a bribe to get that delivered to my house? Yeah, see, that's what I said. Everybody's going to be asking Paul that question. I'm just saying. So, so Paul, you should have a, uh, you know, a, a reply ready to go, maybe pre-recorded or something like that. Hand well, out a business card. Same, same thing for any kind of bribe for the last six <laughs> years right? was a BMW i8. Right. So yes, I, don't, yes. I don't know if you can answer this. Let's, this <laughs> I'm just going to toss this out here. So you're setting this up for the, the MechWare 5 demo. Is this something that realistically someone could do themselves maybe later on when the game comes out? Well, the, actually, Russ, if you want to talk on that. Right? But <laughs> well, it Paul, is being um, getting back to yeah, you. Yeah, Paul probably has something to say on that because he's you know kind of a sim guy himself. But, you know, the initial... I, there's, here's an area of admittance that we kind of got away from, and I'll, I'll admit it. And like when we first started this process, our thinking was, you know, we're going to be able to, we're going to be at MechCon, and we're going to be able to get up on stage and say, you see these pods? Like we built these so that, you know, you could have your own pod when MechWarrior Five comes out. In fact, here's a video of the making of the pod and here's even a PDF on the instructions of exactly how for you to build a pod. Now, some of that I think is still true and some of it isn't. I mean, one, we got away from that budget pretty quickly and we, we were kind of thinking, well, let's just say lower, like something that would be more feasibly buildable by, you know, your every guy person. Mm -hmm. And we'd say, here's the PDF, like go make one. So that was kind of the original thinking, which I think is, you know, a pretty cool thought. Yeah, we ended up kind of getting away from that. We, are, you know, our budget kind of ballooned probably three times beyond that original thinking. And I think we're still definitely planning on, uh, we're planning on doing a video of the making of. Um, our prototype pod is supposed to be done any day now, and then we've got, we'll build the other three. And the plan is to try to figure out a way to time lapse and, and show a build process. So that'll be cool. I, I, I look, hopefully we can pull that off. I'd like to be able to share that with everyone at, at MechCon. And you know, certainly we'll we'll give some details about exactly what's in the pod and, you know, kind of you'll see the video how it's built. But, um, yeah, it's not going to be necessarily like here's instructions and build one. So, sure, people could. Um, people do stuff like this all the time. And you guys have seen stuff out there that are, the Atlas you know, pretty cockpit, involved. Yeah. So Yeah, certainly. Now, Paul, are you going to be building one of these concurrently in your own house or are you going to steal one afterwards? I live in a two-bedroom condo. <laughs> <laughs> one bedroom and one is for the cockpit. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but like uh, Russ is mentioning, is that when it comes to building one of these, you know, sure, if you have a lot of money and a laser cutter or a laser CNC machine, sure, go ahead. You can build a 3D one. printer? Uh, <laughs> if you right. want a really small cockpit, sure. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, is like the core principle behind it, like for a simulator, you need a seat. You need a control panel. You need some sort of interface between your uh, hardware controls to the computer, and that's it, right? And with the modern advancement of like microcontrollers, like for example, the Superpods are using the Arduino Leonardo microcontrollers. Now these things are magic. I mean, years ago, the idea of controlling something external from a computer was like an engineering feat, like beyond anybody's or somebody normal scope, right? But uh, nowadays, it's just plug this thing into a USB port, 
do a little bit of code, there you go. You're running anything from a computer, right? That is so cool. Uh, the special thing about Leonardo is that it allows me to send keyboard or mouse controls to the PC. So that means every time I hit a switch, it can equate to a key press. Nice. So, for example, one of the big things is that we're going to have that big red mushroom button that says emergency on it. <laughs> That's your shutdown bu- button when you're overheating. You hit nice. hammer that thing, right? It's a very simple thing. It's just uh, it's going to press P on the keyboard, right, which is going to power you down. But the thing is, you don't have to hit P on the sure. keyboard. You're smashing this big red button that everybody loves Dude, to smash. There are, right? are going to be so many envious mech warriors there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so cool. It sounds like yeah. you're having fun with it too. Uh it's interesting, right? Yeah. Um it's about it's another UI pass basically, but on a hardware level, right? So it's like what makes sense? Where should these buttons be? How can I indicate to the person like what does the next switch you should hit, right? Yep. How do you do that in order? And it's kind of fun because you're investigating things like flight sim pods, uh flight simulator games, space simulator oh, right. games, right? It's like how did Research. they do it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, there's like there was a recent picture of somebody's pod that got circulated around, and that was amazing. So very cool. If I if I may, how do you, how are you finding the like using the Hotas? Is that is it for you a lot different than using the keyboard and mouse? Uh, significantly, right? For for myself, yes. Right now, I have a lot of hours in flight sims. That's because I love my flight sims. But playing Mech Warrior, yes, it kind of gives you that old feeling if you ever played. Uh, joystick controlled Mech Warrior back oh, in the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. Mech oh, yeah. 4. Mech 4. But yeah. because the pods themselves are such physically bigger and the throttles are separated a lot further than just the base sticking right in front of you, it's kind of, it takes a little bit of adjustment, right? Um, I'm planning on having videos outside of the pods that actually show you how to control the mech. So once you get in there, you're not really wasting time trying to figure out how to control the mech. Oh, cool. Right. But again, it's going to take a little bit of adjustment, but hey, that's what the simulation mentality is about, is that you're trying to play MechWarrior in a way that's not normally done at home, but yeah. more in a simulator. Right? An experience. So now <clears throat> I'm super excited about getting an opportunity to do this. I don't know, however, if I'm going to get the opportunity, both because of schedule and because this is limited, right? This isn't, uh, not everybody is going to have access to the super pods. Now everybody is going to have access to the uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries demo, but the super pods are limited, uh, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, to the VIPs or is it VIPs and collectors? Yeah, it's VIPs and collectors, but the thought is is that it's just to make sure those guys get through first. So right, right. if we have extra time, then definitely we'll open of it course. up. But we yeah. want to guarantee it. I could say a few bits to that. Sure. Um, Demo is, um, you know, kind of ending up on the long side. Our concern is that it's kind of long. And so that's, I think, awesome to hear on the one hand. People that hear that go, sweet, you know, get to play a pretty, you know, lengthy involved demo. Um, So it's just going to come down to time. It's going to be difficult to see how long it takes in the pod. It's possible. And we're going to have to set a time limit, obviously, and we're not sure. Last year, did we set... Was it 20 total to get from one person to the next? Um, 15 play or something like that. This time, it's probably going to be a little longer. But we have to figure that out. And, you know, the VIPs get, get to come in an hour early to get playing. And so we'll we'll try to get as many people through as we can. Um, after 10 p.m. when the show closes, we, we probably have the option of, of, you know, working through a line still on the pods with people, potentially. Mm-hmm. That's, a ni- that's an idea. Just... 
you know, as long as I can get, you know, people to work the pods and stuff. So uh, we'll try to get as many people through them as we can. But yeah, for all those listening that, you know, don't have the VIP or collectors, feeling a little disappointed, um, you know, maybe you'll get a chance, but I'd, I'd like to tell you about the, a little bit about the main MechWarrior 5 demo, which is, you know, still awesome. So the big difference between it and last year is, well, first off, the mission's about three times as long. Nice. So there's a lot there. And then beyond that, of course, there's just so much more going on. Last year, it was just you and your mech, and you just, you know, wanted out like hero style and just destroyed everything. Mm -hmm. um, this year, of course, you'll have um, three full, uh, you know, like AI lance mates with you. Um, so you'll be able to control and command all three of the lance mates and, you know, they'll accompany you on the mission and you can give them commands to focus fire and to, uh, you know, follow you and, and all that, things like that. So three different, kind of three different main objectives in the mission, um, all with a, kind of a different encounter type situation. I've got a classic, I got my farm scenario in there. Um, <laughs> and then we got a city environment and then a port environment. So that's all Very I really want to cool. say for now. I want to keep it, Mm -hmm. Keep it surprised, but you're going to see probably um, between your lance and the enemies, you're going to be upwards of more than a dozen different unique battle mechs, um, probably upwards of a dozen different vehicles between flyers and, and ground vehicles from LRM carriers, SRM carriers, small light tanks, heavy tanks, very heavy tanks, uh, so on and so forth, several different flying types. And... Um, and even more than that, I'll, keep, I'll leave a few more surprises in there and, and things. <laughs> but yeah, there's going to be quite a bit going on. And, you know, we've still, we're, we're going to be crunching on it till the bitter end, of course, as always. But sure. I'm starting to shape up and it's it's definitely a really worthwhile. So like that whole thing, like if you're on the fence, I mean, maybe all that other stuff sounds pretty cool, but you're not the most social person, but you're a big time MechWarrior fan. You've been waiting for like, you know, 17 years for MechWarrior 5. Well, this is definitely a reason to come. And you're gonna, you don't want to miss You're going to want to play this. Oh, yeah. Um, and we are going to announce the release date for MechWarrior 5 at the show, which we're going to leave that for, for the show. But um, cool. you might want to come play the demo. I like how you differentiated between uh, heavy tanks and, and very heavy tanks. <laughs> That's scary. But, uh, Paul, what were you going to say? I was just going to say quickly before we move on is mm -hmm. I'm going to share this image with you. Now, I know the listeners can't see it. And as you look through that, I'll just do a quick rundown of what the pods are. All right. Uh, they're being made by MDF paneling with aluminum reinforced frame. Uh, the floor is going to be made of the checker plate aluminum. We're going to be having custom uh, covered seats inside these things. So the idea of having one of those race sim seats that we saw in some of the Twitter posts I made, uh, that's gone for a full custom seat. Uh, we have aluminum and steel lock points around the housing for easy setup and teardown. We have an exhaust fan or fans for air circulation. As Russ mentioned, there's a big 4K curved screen display. The controllers are Thrustmaster's T16000 series HOTAS setups. Uh, each pod has surround sound speakers. The butt kicker too, vibrational feedback. Now that's the <laughs> thing that's going to shake you around. And as for the electronics, you're going to have access, well, limited access to keyboard and mouse, right? right. Like the keyboard's going to be vertically mounted, so it's not your typical typing position. Mm -hmm. But there'll be a mouse in there. And like Russ said, you're going to have to navigate a few menu items and some other stuff. We'll just leave it at that. So the keyboard and mouse will be there. Uh, we have LED point lighting for the interior ambient lights. Strip lighting is coming in for exterior ground effects and signage. 
the core. Um, the reason why I'm giving you this detail is because I've been contacted by a few people who want to build their own simulator. So I'm just letting them know what to expect, right? Uh, yeah. the, co the core power supply is nine volts. And like I said, we're running Arduino Leonardo's for the microcontroller. Uh, the switches and all the buttons are all five volts. So that's all controllable and powerable by the Leonardo's. Anything over that, then I'd have to put in a big power supply and I don't want to kill anybody doing that. There's a 16 by two LCD display in there. There's tons of 22 gauge wiring and it's all going to be connected via sold solderable uh, IC prototype breadboards. So I understood a little bit of that, but I'm looking at the picture. Are we going to be able to show this? Can I show this uh, when we put out the podcast? It's just a cool picture. It's a prototype picture. I have all the room needed for this in my, uh, well, I was gonna say, in my like, office. I already know that there are people out there with the means. And they yeah, are this is a fairly, uh, fairly, fairly early concept so, image, yep. so it's fine if you want to show okay. this. It's not like it's like an image of the product or anything. So I'm going to have to tell my wife, uh, you know, somehow we're going to be cutting into our budget next year because, oh, my goodness, that is so cool. We will show this image, uh, so there will be a link. Just check down below when you're listening to the podcast. I, I just can't wait. It's going to be an amazing experience. I know people are going to be uh, super jealous. All right. There's going to be four of these, four pods. It's limited to VIPs and collectors, um, but you will be able to see them. Everybody will be able to see them there. Um, and I do have one little bit of information. This isn't going to, I know this isn't going to be uh, true tomorrow when this comes out. There is one collector's ticket left right now on the way. You can go right now on the ticket site. There's one collector's ticket. You want to get in these pods? This is your yeah, chance. There must have been some kind of, uh, you know, I return think was, or refund or something because someone well, decided they couldn't come. No, it wasn't that. I think it was because we're dealing with uh, our VIPs, and I believe somebody had already purchased their ticket. So that put another ticket back in the queue. There's a collector's ticket available. You can get that, and you can experience the pods for yourself. Otherwise, there are standard tickets left. There are limited standard tickets left, so you're going to want to get that as well. And like Russ mentioned, everybody there is going to be able to play the demo, um, whether you get to be in the pods or not. And uh, there will be uh, significantly more demo stations than the pods so that uh, everybody gets a chance. All right, and then the other thing that obviously is a huge part of uh, MechCon every single year is the MWOWC, MechWarrior Online World Championships. Uh, we just finished with the semifinals, which was an amazing uh, time. To Some of them I had to get at like 3, 3 a.m. To, to watch them, and I, I did miss a few matches. But it was the top 12 teams competing for the three spots at MechCon. And the three teams that are going, Phil, you want to let us know? Yeah, it was Eon, which we've seen in the past two years, runners-up, uh, first Jaguar Guards, and of course, Imperial. A little bit different. They're not the, the same squad that's showed up for the past two years, but there are a few members that are there. And um, yeah, so we have a new name. Uh, 228 was not able to make it this year. Um, but a great showing. The, the yes. matches. Did you catch some of the matches, Phil? Yeah, actually, I caught a few of the matches. Uh, it, it was It was different. And different in a few ways, like obviously capping came into play a lot yep. more. Um, stock, uh, there was a certain meta that you saw. We saw LRMs, of course, which was interesting. Um, Annihilators, obviously, with the, the 4EC10s and the Grasshopper. There was, a, there was a bunch of different mechs compared to like the past two years. Um, that being said, it was interesting because... It was and like, more maps. Yeah, I mean... More map and, variety. And, you know... I think we're going to see some um, banning on, on future stuff like that in the finals. So uh, we don't see, hopefully, the same map uh, over and over and over again. I think that's the plan. But 
the strategies they had to adopt. And also, too, some of the the teams that made it to the final 12, you could see a big difference to those that have had experience uh, prior. Sure. And, that, and, you know, it was like, and it's little calls. Like, they should have all pushed together or, um, you know, concerted effort of, you know, the lights were a little bit different. Yep. Uh, lights weren't. Uh, because you don't have the speed uh, is, you know, if you were able to customize the mechs. So that that made the play completely different. Obviously, mechs were running hotter. Um, so that was another factor as well. You saw a lot of them, um, you know, I would say have to adapt midway yes. sometimes through, uh, especially you get a three or four cap or three cap lead. Well, then it makes all the more pressure to you have to act because if you don't, then it's going to be too late. Yeah, and it's going to be a good show. I have more fun these days, and I know Russ. Well, maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't. You're you're a big sports fan, but I have more fun watching MWWC than I do watching sports these days. And and I don't know why, but I just love watching Mechs brawl. It it's just a great time when you get uh, live at MechCon and you have uh, uh, Ben and Mike um, MDM doing the shout casting. It's just such a good time and so exciting. And watching these teams, the three finalists again: Eon Synergy, First Jaguar Garden, Imperial, all amazing players, and they're going to bring their top game. And and it's just going to be extremely fun and exciting. I'm very much and looking forward to it. Another point that uh, I'd like to make too is from a viewability standpoint, I do think the slower matches are better to as far as being able to follow what's going on uh like compared to last year when some of the lights and mediums are going it, the action happens so quick this um again you can see when the push is happening you can see the individual engagements and some of them came down to you know there was a light or uh and a few you know mediums or heavies left there um, were crazy moments man yeah, that you couldn't so. anticipate and really like you said it is those little calls it's the small calls that can sometimes make all the difference that first domino goes over um, but then you saw some amazing saves and just a lot of great action. And, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing these guys flown in again from all around the world. These guys are just coming from everywhere. Um, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, I know some people were saying, well, you know, you take away the customization and those top teams won't be, you know, able to compete. Well, here they are uh, yet again. So it just sort of proves that, uh, you know, they are literally the best out there. And uh, obviously, we have first Jaguar Guard uh, that's new this year. So that may throw, you know, something in there. Obviously, are they the underdogs? I don't know. Uh, Eon obviously placed in second uh, both years in a row. I know a lot of people are cheering for them. So it's going to be interesting. The last matches last year, um, both teams were really wanting to, you know, go at it. And Eon almost had it, right? I mean, so, yeah, Yeah. it's going to be interesting. What did you guys, uh, Russ, Matt, or Paul, any of you catch any of the semifinals? What did you think? And uh, what are you looking forward to as far as MWOWC at MechCon? Well, um, yeah, I did catch some. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm really curious to see how this plays out with, um, you know, our stock mode, which I know was controversial at the time with some people. And I think, I think, um, you know, I was quite interested to see how that would continue to play. And it's, it feels like it's... Um, I mean, you know, I think to a degree it's it's kind of settled in like we maybe we hoped it would that you know people realize that it it is different and different is is interesting, you know, and, and it does give it a different feel. So yeah, I think people have adapted to it well and I th- I'm just glad to see that people are you know are enjoying it and you know it doesn't mean that's what it's going to be next year, right? And it's just a, sure. we're trying that this year and and I think it'll provide something different and that was the main thing originally, right? It wasn't that we thought you know, a lot of people kind of drew 
I mean, maybe too many comparisons towards like maybe it was so related to MechWarrior Five or like some other connections. Like there, we kind of you know saw after the fact that there was some sort of synergies like that, but really it was more about it was like you know we don't want to come back for year three and uh, with the exact same thing and so we we wanted to try something different and this was the most obvious and so i think it's working out reasonably well and um but then yeah it could be something totally different next year maybe we go something totally different or we go back to what we had the first two years i mean it's you know we'll figure that out next year but i'm just happy to see that uh you know things worked out well in the end and we got you know a new team there and we have uh our guys, congratulations to all the finalists, and can't wait Absolutely. to see them there. You know, we'll we'll obviously ping the community after MechCon and the people that were there and what they thought about it. But yeah, who knows where it's going to be next year? I thought it was cool to see something different this year. I know that there was other people out there that enjoyed it a lot, and 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 for the same reasons. Paul, what did you think? My favorite thing about this whole process is that it's taking the meta kind of win mentality out of mech lab and putting mm -hmm. it straight onto the battlefield yep right so like don't get me wrong here i'm not knocking jgx and i'm not knocking 228 right do you think some of the flip-flop that happened in there the competition level was affected by this right like pulling it out of the mech lab right i don't know right but it's great to see that jgx made it it's a new yeah. team that's coming in um, I've heard that some of the 228 guys are still coming to MechCon, which is going to be awesome because it's Absolutely. fun to see those guys. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah. Good and, stuff. And you're talking about teams that have been playing together now for a while, too. I mean, and from the competitive aspect, I mean, you have uh, Eon and EMP that have been playing literally uh, for the Worlds as well for the past now three years. Yeah. So, you know, it is hard coming in, um, you know, against those teams that are already well established. And whether people like to admit it or not, that play against them, their, you know, record speaks, you know, volumes. And you go in and you're like, oh, shit, you know, we got to bring our A game because if you don't, well. But an underdog is so much fun. And who knows who the underdog is this year? I don't know. Um, but I am very much looking forward to seeing all these guys. It'd be nice to see Eon again and uh, see some new faces, both with First Jaguar Guard and some yeah, of the members of Imperial. So that is the 2018 MechWarrior Online World Championships. Very much looking forward to that. I like that it's spread out over two days. It can be a little bit more relaxed schedule and some oh, time yes. in between to do other things, including interviewing. You're going to be out there interviewing people yeah. again. Uh, another big favorite from last year uh, was the Solaris 7 stations. This is going to be, uh, there will be 1v1s and 2v2s for prizes. Win or lose, you're going to win, or you're going to get a prize whether you win or lose. That's what I meant to say. Uh, and that was very popular last year. I know people literally who didn't leave the Solaris 7 stations. They were there the entire time unless they had to go to the bathroom or get food. Uh, totally addicted to that competition and uh, Solaris. And so I'm very much looking forward to seeing that back again. Anybody, Russ, you have anything to say about that? Or Paul, anything on the Solaris no, I mean, 7? just that obviously this year we get to use the actual Solaris feature rather than just use private match. So yes. It'll be similar, though. I think we, we had a bit of a talk about that, how to manage that, because you got strangers just kind of like lining up and matching up. And and so we'll probably just we're not going to overthink it. It'll probably be done very simply, like meaning there'll be accounts up there like there usually is. And every, they'll have like basically every single mech injected in there. But, you know, for the sake of lineups, there won't like the mech lab will be locked out. So you'll but you can walk up, basically choose choose any mech you want and then, you know, just discuss with. The person you're going up against you're going to have to uh be able to 
decide on what tier you're going to play in because obviously there's a seven you know tiers and we're not going to have a whole matchmaking pool there it's going to be just you and the guy across from you and you can just look at each other and agree that you're going to do like tier three and those that are like managing the booths can just kind of make sure that people aren't you know stalling out or taking too long it's like okay come on come on guys pick a division and then you know you'll pick a division and and just hit that cue at the next uh you know countdown clock just like you do in the, in the live game and at the you know when it hits zero it's just going to match you guys together in that division and away you go and just going to be you know other than that really similar to years past it's just going to just going to use the you know we'll just use the the solaris feature in that way though yeah and so it'll have its own section um and i imagine just like last year it's going to have a nice line so be sure to check that out lots of prizes i remember people all all day coming up to me going look what i you know i won so much stuff over there just having a great time and so uh, be sure to check that out. Of course, we have Harebrained Schemes there with Battletech again. That's where you get to hang out with the devs from Battletech and uh, play the game. Matt, is there anything you know in particular about the Battletech setup? Is it going to be similar to last year? Um, I'm not actually not sure. I think it's not going to have multiplayer, so it's going to be single player this year. I think it's the same, Matt. Like, I mean, you know, we do know enough that they're going to have the same amount of machines. And, um, and you know, I think they've always been single player at, at the MechCon, so I think that's the same. Uh, I can say that obviously they have their new expansion pack um, coming in coming November, out. from what yeah. I understand. Yeah, so November twenty seventh. You know, so people that you know have either haven't bought it yet or whatever, it's, I'm pretty sure you know quite obviously they're going to have like that's what they're going to be you know fully displaying there. So everyone who wants to check it out maybe before they buy it and you know come to Beccon and, and see it there. Yeah, yeah. that's their um, Flashpoint DLC, uh, November twenty seventh, and uh, they just announced that uh, earlier today. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So you can see uh, potentially Jordan. I don't know if he's going to be there this year, I'm assuming. And Mitch and the rest of the crew from Hairbrain Schemes. Great guys. It's a lot of fun. So you get to hang out in their section as well. And then uh, Matt, again, Catalyst. Now they'll be there. They'll have the uh, Battletech tabletop section. I'm assuming that'll be similar too. You can check out some minis. Last year they had so many painting minis. Um, you can play some tabletop with some friends or meet some new people over there and play. Of course, they'll have their merch for sale, maybe some of their tabletop. Do we know any details about what they're going to have, Matt? Or are we, is it going to be a surprise? Uh, yeah, I've talked to the guys quite a bit. Um, there's maybe some really cool stuff coming. Um, if you saw their photos from Gen Con, they're trying yes. to get some of the bigger stuff up here. So oh. um, that you know, that's on them to, to figure out how they... They, Can't uh, call those minis. Yeah, no, they're not minis. Huge's pretty cool looking. So hopefully yeah. that stuff's going to be up here. Cool. Maybe the awesome too. So nice. Um, yeah, they're trying to get all that stuff up here. So should be cool to see. So I mean, just a ton of stuff to do. Uh, I, I did touch on earlier. There'll be the presentations from the various developers. Um, I'm sure there'll be stage time for. I, I don't know. I guess we want to leave some surprises for the actual event. What's going to be happening? I do want to touch up, t touch on a little bit on the VIPs, but before we get into that, and that will be the last uh, part in today's podcast, uh, Matt, is there anything that we didn't touch on or anything that you can think of that you want to mention? I mean, I could, uh, there's a little bit, I just want to touch on maybe the, you mentioned, you know, it's a much bigger venue, right? And, oh, yeah. Um, I think last year we'd announced, you know, we sold out our tickets last year and it was like, hey, you know, we show is 50% 50, 50 bigger than the previous year, the first mm -hmm. year. Um, obviously this year, we're not really going to get that excitement moment of saying the show is sold out because this freaking place is huge. Like, <laughs> is I mean, we could, we could probably go to like 1500 people in there before they'd start to, uh, you know, get after us. So right. I will say though, however, that our ticket sales right at this moment are already a little ahead of where we ended up last year. And yeah. 
usually the last five or six weeks we get you know quite a few i mean a lot of the more local people just kind of buy right you know towards the end so sure yeah i mean there, i think there's a reasonable chance we could you know get to you know 50 percent bigger again uh yeah. than we were last year so um i had a target of a thousand i'm not sure if we'll quite get to that this year but we'll see how this last five or six weeks go anyway anyway though regardless it's going to be more people than last year and um it's going to be great. You know, there's, that's, that's plenty sure. of people that have a you know really great time. Well, it keeps growing every year. And like you said, it is a much a significantly bigger venue. Um, but, you know, I think there is a chance that it, it could sell out. And I know personally a, a few people, at least uh, within my circles, that are still working towards it, trying to raise the funds or whatever. Um, so I think there will be more sales and more people showing up. But it is abs- absolutely going to be a great time. And, and to finish this off, I do want to get into uh, some of the people that will be there for sure. Um, which is the VIPs that we, uh, first year we had some VIPs last year, we had uh, a bunch of VIPs and we're doing that again this year. Um, we've mentioned some of them in the Twitch streams, but I'll go through the list very quickly here. The, the people that you will recognize from the community, whether they are voice actors in the game, like our first person here, George Duncan Fisher Ledoux, he'll be there again. Uh, BB Wolf, she'll be there. She does some voice in, uh, in some of the stuff that we're doing. And she also obviously streams and has been around for a long time. I think she'll be doing the Solera section again. Also there will be Baradul, Loken Plays, Haven Kendrick, RJ Bass, uh, Star Wolf, Father Bill, Nutty Rat, Majestic, Cat Baran, Fiora Bunny, Violent Blue Mech, Unfazed, and Impaler. There's some people that are returning and some new faces in there. I'm very excited about the fact that there's some new people in there, um, especially Cat and Fiora and Violent. Uh, bringing some of the uh, the women to the show that are have just been phenomenal streamers. They're always out there, very positive. I have a great time watching them and and interacting with them. So I'm very happy that they're going to be there. So it's a very extensive uh, VIP list, but we also have one more special guest that hasn't been announced. Uh, there have been a few hints dropped, but I don't think anybody's gotten it yet. So Russ, is is it okay if I I mention yeah, that now? Yeah, do it. The special guest that we got this year, I'm very excited about this, is Elias Tufexis. And uh, he's a very active voiceover actor. He's, he's actually a Canadian, a fellow Canadian up there. Um, but some of you will know him as Adam Jensen in Deus Ex. Matt, you, you're familiar with that, right? You played that? I never asked for this. <laughs> you never asked for it. There's a line from Deus Ex, if any of you uh, play the game. Um, I think it's pronounced... Leonidas, at least that's how they pronounce it in the game, um, from Assassin's Creed Odyssey that just came out. He does a voice for that. He's one of the main characters, especially at the beginning. Um, and then closer to home for all of us, he played uh, Samuel Ostergaard in the Battletech game. So that's really cool. He was like the uh, crazy uh, redheaded guy that, you know, has lost his son and did a lot of yelling anyway. Um, he was Not in to Battletech. mention The Expanse. My yes, show. right? I know. Yeah. One of he my favorite shows. Season one, I believe. Yeah, he was, um, I forgot his character's name, but then he became the hybrid and the monster. Uh, and he does all the, what is it, the, the, the motion capture, motion mo-cap. capture. Yeah, mo-cap. he was a mocap guy. He does a lot of that. Um, but he's also in, he's got voice in Fortnite, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, which just came out. Uh, he's in The Expanse, like Russ said, uh, Star Trek Discovery. He's in all kinds of stuff. Just go Butcher to Cell. Yeah, just go to his IMDb. The list goes on and on. Uh, this guy is a truly legit celebrity. It's just going to be really cool to have Elias there this year, uh, and he will be signing autographs and hanging out both days. So we're very excited and proud to bring Elias to MechCon 2018, and I think that whole list of people right there 
is a good reason. Again, if you're on the fence and you don't know what you want to do, are you going to go? You, I know some people that are like, do I do this vacation or that vacation? And they're, you know, they're having to deal with a little bit of wife aggro on that or whatever. Hopefully they'll be able to work it out. And most people will be leaning towards Metcon 2018. I know you won't regret it going. You will regret if you don't. And that happens every year. People say, I can't do it. And then they regret not going. Um, so if you can afford it, if it's within your means, we would love to see you there. I would love to see you there. Russ, Matt, and Paul would love to see you there. And I believe Phil would love to see you there too. Hugs. Hugs for days. Yep. And in, also... In his shark onesie. <laughs> if you're sick, I'm not going to chew <laughs> no beer duel, Right? Yeah. No no hugs for you. No beard, beard scratches. Yeah, he yeah. was patient zero last year, by the way. Yeah. He, he was the sick one. Well, I think it. it did get... Yeah, I think that did get close to him as far as patient zero. But, you know, that's part of it. Uh, wash your hands and, <laughs> you know, yeah. do all the things. It's worth it, though. Vancouver is such an amazing city. If you haven't experienced the West Coast or even the Pacific Northwest, it is just a fun city. There's so much to do. If you can get an extra day or two before or after, it's totally worth it. And like I mentioned, the food is unbelievable. We'll have great food at the Met at Metcon, but there's also a lot of stuff. There'll be parties. There'll be all kinds of stuff. That being said, mm. warning, bring shoes that you can walk in a lot because you will walk a lot. That's one thing that I've learned in the well, past. You can. I mean, the hotels are close to the. Well, I know, center. but you're going so you to walk around to. town. You're, yes, you're, you're going to want to. It's worth it. Are, are we doing the um, office tours again this year? Is that for, it's, it's only for VIPs? Yes, okay. it's very limited. So people are going to be walking to there and back into your hotel and all around the town, you know, city. And you're going to uh, want to walk, is what he's saying. Umbrella. There's so many things to see. Bring yeah, an I don't umbrella. Know. Bring a rain jacket. Be ready for any weather. Yes. And layers. That's, that's, dress in layers. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than that, that's you know. You're going to have a good time, though, guaranteed. Uh, it's an amazing event. Every event that uh, PGI puts on and, and, and is related with MechWarrior Online or MechWarrior 5 Mercs, it just, they keep getting better and better. And I'm telling you, man, while these are here, you want to be going. It's it's going to be a, a moment in history. You're going to be able to look back and say, I was at MechCon. Um, some people have been coming every year, 2017, 2016, 17, and, and 18. And that's MechWarrior.com forward slash MechCon. Yep, you can get all the info and the details there. So to wrap it up, I mean, that's a lot of exciting stuff that we just talked about. It's going to be an amazing event. I can't believe it's only 43 days away. Whew, breathe. Anyway, I don't know how you're, you're getting through each day, um, Matt. But anyway, anything you guys want to touch on before we wrap this up? I'm good. Yeah, thanks for this opportunity. I know it's been a while since we had a podcast of any kind, a production update. We've just been so busy with Mac 5 and with MacCon and getting that demo ready and the pause ready and um all that kind of stuff so look forward to giving you the big uh you know stage moments there at metcon absolutely and it's and everybody has been busy not only uh mech 5 and metcon but there was a big patch uh on tuesday and so yeah it's it's everybody's super busy right now every year it's the same way but matt you can hang in there you excited oh yeah i'm more stressed out now than i was at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here to do for you man cool well, but yeah looking. everybody should come and check it out and if they can't come watch us on twitch and Absolutely. It should be a way, you know, our best show yet and be a lot, a lot of fun. And you can get a, an autograph uh, from Matt Neutron yourself. Paul? Well, I just want to warn the VIPs this year because I've had that ongoing kind of uh, ritual. Of yes. People coming into the studio. Yes. Year one Always a good time. was sampling a hot sauce at 550,000. <laughs> Do you know how many thousand Scoville? No joke, dude. Do you know how many people I've told about you? Like, tons of my friends know about some guy up at the office that has insane hot sauces. Yeah, what an experience. Keep going. <laughs> that was year one, five hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Year two last year was one million. 
Oh man. This year I bumped it up to 1.2 million. Come on. What's Bring even it on. the point? What's the point between <laughs> 1 million and 1.2? Oh, it's you... quite a different flavor. I can so, tell you that. Okay, I'm going to just I'll say right now real quick. 1 million took a little tiny toothpick, dipped it in there barely, touched my tongue, can't feel my tongue for 10 minutes. So I don't know what one point what's the point? I just going to light on fire? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I look forward to people seeing. It's not going to be me this year. I like Phil, watching people do that. That's why I, I know. Like. That's all I'm doing, man. Yeah. I ain't touching nope. that stuff again. Nope. That's not, not sauce. That's no. just like fire in liquid form. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's lava. Mm -mm. All right. Well, we are excited and we are prepping. It's going to be 43 days of prep. You can see Phil and I on NGNG TV, uh, twitch.tv forward slash NGNG TV every day. We're going to be streaming. We're going to be prepping for this. We're going to be playing with the VIPs. We're going to be doing some events over the next uh, 40 days or so. So stay tuned. Uh, it's going to be an amazing event. We look forward to seeing you all there. Please come by and say hi to us. And uh, again, if anybody's on the fence, make the jump. The grass is greener on the side. I guarantee it. And that is it for this podcast. Thank you again, Russ, Matt, and Paul. Thank you. Phil. See you guys. See everyone at Metcon. Everyone, see you there. Bring some milk. Yeah, <laughs> milk and bread, guys, for the hot sauce. Phil? Thanks, Russ. Thanks, Matt. Paul, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Phil. All right, peace, guys. And that is it for NGNG number 167. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Be sure to check out our website at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net, on Twitch at NGNGTV, YouTube at NoGutsNoGalaxyTV, Twitter at NoGutsNoGalaxy, Facebook at NoGutsNoGalaxyPodcast, SoundCloud at NoGutsNoGalaxy, and for all the latest and greatest in MechPorn t-shirts and mugs, including the latest t-shirt and mug that say MechPorn, be sure to check out our store at NoGutsNoGalaxyStore.com. It'd be best if you avoid me. But I know you probably can't You sense something is wrong with me You can feel it on my skin But there is more with it Maybe I can be closer now But I don't know how Please help me remove my Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever